0: The wellspring matters of the heart in relationships. There is that one moment in life as a young person when the pangs of love grip you. And your heart burns with love. At times you struggle with your relationship. You are vexed with what the future holds. What is the Word of God to say concerning the matters of the heart in relationships? Join Reverend Nomatuturu on a weekly podcast as she shares practical lessons and a personal experience on love. Build a solid foundation for your love life according to the word of God, which is our light and lamp. Let's dive right in. A very good evening to you, our dear listeners. We want to thank God for his grace and his faithfulness. I believe that even as we went through our series on signs of lost love, many of us repented. Many of us turned our backs from the lost love that we've had over the years. Allow me to pray. Father, we thank you today for your grace and your goodness and your faithfulness. Lord, we pray, Heavenly Father, for those in love relationships that you may Refresh them, restore them. Those who have lost love, restore them, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Today we are starting on a new series, Youthful Passions and Purity. Youthful Passions and Purity. I think one of the things that is very critical in our love relationships is the ability to discern the reality of passions, the reality of you know, love chemistry. One might call it like that. Love chemistry. You know, as I say this word chemistry, I've uh, of of recent years. I have come across this word especially amongst young people who say that I no longer feel the chemistry I no longer feel the chemistry for my beloved and basically what that means is the passions it's the passions so as we look at this um, new series we want to explore the youthful passions Paul was speaking to Timothy in second Timothy chapter 2 from verse 22, he said that flee youthful lusts but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call upon the name of the Lord out of a pure heart. So he says, flee also youthful passions. And I want to say to us, even for those who are young people that um, it's important for you to know what these youthful passions are, it's important to know what exactly um, Paul meant to Timothy when he said "flee youthful passions." What exactly did Paul mean? And I've said here that at times it's because of the 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 the, the language, the language that is being used. Youthful lusts Some versions say "flee youthful lust." some safely youthful passions, you know. So what it means is that there are passions to do with the youth. They are these, you know, the chemistry that young people talk about, the chemistry that young people can say, I no longer feel the chemistry towards my beloved. I no longer have feelings. And I want to say when we talk about uh, sexual feelings, uh, accordingly, it's the eros love, the sexual love so you hear then many young people say I no longer feel the chemistry I no longer have the feelings you know I no longer feel anything towards my beloved but I also want us to take note that Paul when he said this to Timothy it was the first aspect of cleansing that Paul mentioned to Timothy you know And these youthful passions or youthful lusts, they describe the sort of desires and temptations that are especially prominent when someone is an adolescent or a young adult. So it's about the sort of desires and the temptations that young people at adolescent or young adult stage, they usually go through. And uh, precisely these are to do with the flesh, you know, sexual temptation, illicit pleasure of the flesh and a longing for fame and glory often mark one's youth. So we have explained here that you know what these temptations they are mostly to do with the flesh. Allow me to read a portion of scripture as well. Uh, that I think is critical for us to use as we delve into this subject. Song of Solomon chapter two, verse seven. The writer says, "Young women of Jerusalem, promise me by the power of the deer or the gazelles, never to awake love before it is ready." So you notice that some actions in our youthful stage they awaken love you know but po- uh, the writer here the wise the wise writer for song of solomon says that don't awaken love before it is time before you are ready to marry before you are ready to do not awaken your 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 feelings you know your sexual feelings your sexual temptation so basically that's it there. so allow me to read from the Amplified version, 2 Timothy 2, or oh, from verse 21 says, that's also how it is with people. The ones who stop doing evil and make themselves pure will become special. Their lives will be holy and pleasing to their master and they will be able to do all kinds of good deeds. This one says, run from temptations that capture young people. You know, run from temptations that capture young people. So I know someone is already asking, reverend, what exactly are you talking about, the temptations that capture young people? Like we said, there are so many usually, and these are to do with the flesh. You know, the the youthful passions are primarily to do with the flesh, like we said. Also, and may I say that, and these feelings of the flesh are so wild. They are wild. Beloved, you must take note. That's why, you know, when we do... Premarital counseling, and we talk to young people and say you have to avoid situations that can lead you to, to, you know, um, uh, 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 to can lead you to, to activities, or we uh, you have to run away from situations that can lead to you, you know, in, engaging in, for instance, premarital sex, sex before marriage, and you have to be away because these are things that are naturally there and when we teach especially to colleges we teach our young people that you know what in in, in the stage at which young people are it's a stage that God has created. There's nothing one can do about it. You can't run away from it. You can't bind it in in prayer. No amount of fasting can, you know, but you have to be aware that this is the stage in which you are at. And we say that at this stage, the the feelings, sexual feelings of the flesh, they are so wild. The flesh is so strong. The flesh is so aggressive. It has passions that it wants to push for. And, you know, and we say that it is at this stage also that your flesh if you're a young person you're a young adult your flesh craves and desires to experiment on a lot of things you know you you are at a stage that at times you don't understand what's happening in your body and you you it's at this stage that your flesh craves and desires to experiment everything in life everything in life you know and the sexual feelings, may I say here, the young people, the youthful passion, the sexual feelings are stronger at this age than at other stages. You know, they are stronger at this stage than at other stages in your life. It, 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 that's why you see many of the many of the youthful sins they are to do with. Uh, uh, they had to do with sex, really, you know, the youthful passion, the youthful things about the the, the sexual drive, because it is at this stage as young people that the, uh, the passions are so high, you know, the passions are so high. They are very high. They are very high. They are high. And it's important for young people to know these things so that we are able to run away from them like Paul instructed Timothy so that you are able to flee from them as Paul explained to Timothy. The flesh of a young person exactly again at this stage is fresher and tender at this stage than any other stage. It's tender. If you're a young man, a young lady at this stage, if someone just you know they 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 come a bit closer to you there's something that happens in the pot when you read Psalm twenty five verse seven David says, "Do not remember the sins of my youth." do not remember the sins of my youth. So may I say that these youthful passions, if not controlled, if not uh, taken care of, they cause one to sin. That's why David says, do not remember the sins of my youth. So young people, young adults, you must know that these youthful passions, if they are not controlled, if they are not taken care of, they can lead you to sin against God. And those Primary are the things that we are saying. It's important for you to know about these things from the perspective of the Word of God and work against them so that you are helped in the long run as a young person. So someone is asking and saying, Pastor, what are these youthful passions? Allow me to read Galatians chapter 5 verse 19. We say that these passions are primarily to do with the flesh. And when you read the word of God several times, it says that do not conform yourself to the standards of this world. When you read in First Peter chapter 1 from verse 18, it says get up the loins of your mind, be ready to act against the things that can cause you to sin. And it says, and do not conform yourself to the former lusts or the lusts of the flesh or the work of the flesh, you know, and the desires of the flesh. So when we read Galatians chapter 5 verse 19, it then says the acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, So we want to look at um, these youthful passions as they are explained in Galatians chapter 5 from verse 19. Sexual immorality is violation, really, and sexual immorality, when you read Bible scholars actually Mm, put the the, the, the the works of the flesh or passions of the flesh, they place them in four categories and we see that there are those to do with sexual immorality and there we have adultery, which is a violation of the marriage bed. may I say young people as young people can be married at their youthful stage but please flee the youthful passions, sexual immorality, adultery. If you are married a young man, married a young lady, mm-hmm. please do not engage with any other partner sexually except your partner, your life partner, your love, your beloved whom you have said yes to on the marriage day. Do not break the marriage covenant by engaging in adultery, you know. We have got impurity, impurity like, uh, uh, um, you know, sexual impurity and um these uh, sins of the passions can also involve fornication. What is fornication? This is a sexual intercourse between two single people who are not even married. May I say to us young people that the word of God speaks against such, and these are things that are detestable and uh, unwelcome and uh a violation of the principles of god's word we must wake and we must live and run away from sins like fornication you know like we say that this is primarily to do with the flesh and at this stage as young people do not be deceived and tell yourself i'm a a, a powerful christian i know i'll always evade uh sex before marriage do not involve yourself, wipe and do not create an environment that can cause you to engage in fornication, you know, no matter how much you love the Lord and the like but you know, Paul actually says in another portion of scripture that you must run away from the, you know he actually says that you must run away from all appearances of evil so as young people, I know that you might say to yourself, uh how um how can I can can I preserve myself from uh engaging myself in these uh, uh sins pastor I'll tell you that even as the word of God says um Paul uh Paul speaks in the word of God in First Thessalonians five verse 22 to 24 it says abstain from all appearance of evil you can be children of God you can be born again but you don't create an environment that can cause you to engage in fornication what are those environments dear pastor you can be together with your beloved late into the the morning hours of the night up to 1am and you are talking your love issues the environment is already inviting for you to be involved because You cannot be together till late 12 a.m., 12, 12, 12 p.m., and you think nothing will happen. So sexual immorality, sex before marriage. Now someone is asking, Pastor, what's wrong with sex before marriage? Number one, you have to understand that God's pattern is different from the world's pattern uh, as Romans twelve two says do not conform yourself to the standard of the world you know it's the standard of the world they will tell you that before you marry someone at least you have to find out how they are sexual you have to practically experience them sexual but the word of God says the married bed must be kept pure it must not be violated so Also, Pastor, what's wrong with me engaging in sex before marriage? Number one, it does not honor God. Number two, it does not honor your parents. You know, parents, parents, parents want their honor and they have to be given their honor. If you just sleep with someone's daughter without permission, like going to pay the bride price that is needed, you are violating that honor towards their parents. Number three, that on its own has got its consequences. Health wise, that's why you know, many young people, they will get infected with STIs and the like. I remember in a particular in our nation, a lot of reports were coming out in terms of young people having infected each other with STIs and the like. As a young person run away from sex before marriage, number two, it takes away trust. The very fact that you know that you are not supposed to do it before officially getting married and officially being given that girl child by her parents, it violates your conscience, it violates trust and it builds mit- trust between the two of you. So, dear young people, let's run away from these uh, youthful passions that can violate our conscience, cause us to sin against God and eventually can affect our relationships in the future. On Friday, we are going to look at further sexual uh, sins or sensual sins, that the moral sins that can cause, as young people, the youthful passions that can cause us to violate our relationships. Relationships and also violate the word of God in our lives. May the Lord bless you. Let's meet again next Friday. God bless you. But before we go, perhaps someone is saying, Pastor, I want to receive Christ as my Lord and Savior. Can I give you an opportunity as you listen? If you've never given your life to Christ, say, Lord Jesus, I come before you realizing that I'm a sinner. Forgive me and wash me with your precious blood. Take my life and do with it as you will. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord bless you once again. Let's meet again on Friday. Cheers.